This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski, and this podcast is brought to you by our friends at Dr. Squatch. Go to drsquatch.com, use promo code I'm Fat20 for 20% off your orders of $20 or more. Team Hockberg, 56david.com or 855-56-David for all your mortgage needs. And Mazda of Orland Park, call our guy Eric, 708-444-3200 if you're in the market for a car. Jay, this is an exciting week. There is so much going on with the NCAA tournament is around the corner, which also means what everybody's been waiting for all year. And what really this entire past, not even just like year in general, it's almost March fatness time. Yes, I am more ready for that than I am for March Madness. Same. Is Notre Dame good? Is no. Jordan, does Jordan Cornette still play there? No, but he he's at some of the games. I think <laughs> he's just not you know playing. That's it. I I might. If there's no college basketball video game, I don't know anything about college basketball. And there hasn't been one since like 2008. Well, there you go. That could explain why Jared Jack's my favorite player. <laughs> True. That could be the reasoning. I mean, logically, yeah. he probably was in one of those games, right? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure he was. Actually, Jared Jack still playing. It's my guy. He is part of the he's part of the G League Ignite team, which is the the one that was set up for all the like really, really good high school players that don't want to go to college. Yeah. So he's like vet that does things to help those guys out, essentially. All right. Every team needs one, right? Well, everybody, welcome into the I'm Fat Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at I'm Fat Pod, Instagram, I'm Fat Pod, Facebook, you guessed it, I'm Fat Pod. Patreon, hmm. I'm Fat Pod. Yeah. Interesting. We're very consistent in that way. Uh, what else do I need to say? Oh, uh, email us. I'm fat at gmail.com. And as always, if you have a fat fashion or you want to call us on the fat phone and tell us about your fat life, 708-858-3314, 708-858-3314. We got some voicemails to share with you later in the show. We've got some emails to share later in the show, but, uh, I want to start Rick, uh, when you like, when we last uh, spoke, I had just returned home from door County and uh, I was very, very full, but everything mm-hmm. was very, very good. And uh, over the last week, uh, my dog, my beloved dog, Ray, uh, fell ill and has since passed away, which is kind of crazy. Um, but as the week was rough, we have a very tight knit group of friends who I talk about on this podcast a lot. And they just started kind of like, we're buying you dinner. What do you want? OK, fine. So mm-hmm. like Ray got sick on Monday. So Monday night we had dinner. Tuesday night people were buying us dinner. So. I'll go through this real quick. So Monday, I'm like, I don't know. I I want uh, something like pizza and hopes like I don't really want that. So we got this place by us in Homewood called Fifth Quarter, which is your perfect um, corner pub with really good like pizza and bar food, like, like pizza, wings, you know, those sort of things. So I had never had their calzone. So I'm like, all right, give me the sausage calzone. Rick? I'm looking at my laptop, okay? I think if I was to take that calzone and place it on the keyboard of my laptop, yes, it would. the laptop would not be big enough to hold the entire calzone. Oh, my God. It came in a pizza box. And I said, oh, I, maybe I said pizza and I meant calzone. 
That's okay. I'll see, I'll, I'll see the pizza. The pizza at fifth quarter is really good. I open this box and this giant calzone. It's like someone took an NFL football and just like, like just flattened it down and then filled it with cheese and sausage. I posted a picture of it on the I'm Fat Podcast Twitter account. And that was two thirds of it. I had eaten a third of it and I had to tap out. I don't know. I think it comes in different sizes, but I didn't look at the menu. I was just like, I just want to okay. kill zone. So maybe this was the large. This cannot be intended for one person. It was freaking huge. Like, seriously, the size of my laptop may be bigger, this calzone. And I still I still have some left. I've eaten it three times this week. And I still oh have God. the last corner left. It's insane. I saw that picture, and I was very, very jealous. That thing, like, that's not a calzone. That's a pillow. <laughs> Like you should rest your head on it at night. And then when you get hungry in the middle of the night, just it's great because you don't have to go anywhere. You just turn over and you take a bite. Well, and my, the heat of my head will melt the cheese overnight. So it'll be all ready yeah. to go. Yeah. I mean, I probably could do that. And I have to say, aside from the size of it, it was really damn good. Sometimes calzones can be a little like kind of bland for whatever mm -hmm. reason. But the dough at fifth quarter has got a little like hint of sweetness to it. And their sauce is a little sweet, too. And they put so much cheese in it. So much cheese. I couldn't believe. I, I And I, I know you're supposed to do a lot more ingredients in a calzone. But yeah. I just did like sausage. I, I, I wasn't feeling creative. I was very stressed out. So I'm like, sausage and cheese, fine. Next time I'll do more because I think it'll break up some of that cheese. But man, was it good. It was so delicious. And I... I couldn't believe the size of the thing. It was absolutely enormous. I, I opened the box and laughed. <laughs> this cannot be intended for one person. That's a meal for a family. I'm telling you, it was awesome. That's It should be like a food challenge. Just oh, sit down there until you can, if you can finish the entire thing. I don't think I could. I wonder if I was really, really hungry if I could. I don't know. I Honestly... If I did it, I would be, I'd be out for a while. Like I'd be really, really full mm -hmm. and probably not feeling great just because not only is it super huge, it's super dense. It's just full of cheese and meat. Yeah. So that, it, that, that would be really tough to take down in a sitting. That would be, I, I don't know if I could do that. I don't think I could. Most challenges that are not like just totally patently absurd, I feel like I could do. But to down a full fifth quarter large calzone. I don't think so. I don't think I could do that. Okay. I do have one question from how you set all this up. Okay. Was saying that this has been a rough week. No. Was that a dog pun? <laughs> it was not a dog pun. But okay. We, we can say that it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was It was a rough week. Yes, it, it certainly was. But Monday, everything was kind of like somewhat optimistic. And yeah. then like Tuesday was like, uh and Wednesday was like, uh, and then as the week went out, we learned like, okay, yeah, this is not, this is yeah, not good. Like not to go down the, the sadder path for oh, a minute, right. but I know, I know we texted about this, that man, dogs are so tough yeah. that like, they'll be going through stuff that like we could not function at all if we had, and they're doing it like it's like, like it's, it's nothing. nothing. So yeah. So Ray had Lyme disease and so obviously she doesn't get that in the winter, right? Like there's not mm -hmm. ticks just like laying around in the snow. So a couple months ago, she had like a bit of a, like a limp in her leg. And we're like, oh, that's weird. Took her into vets. Like she's got like hip dysplasia. Give her, probably that's what it is. Give her this medicine. And if it works, keep it around. So if it flares up again, so fine, cool. All along the way, her appetite had sort of gone down a little bit. Like she was getting picky about her food. And then... But anytime we'd be eating, she'd be standing right there. And if we would give her food, she would devour it. Right. So it's not like she was we just thought she was being picky about her food. So we yeah. started being a little more strict, like you're only eating at these times and we're taking your food away. So we go out of town Friday. We bring Ray to my in-laws house, pick up Addie and Ray on Sunday, and the dog is totally normal on Sunday. This is last Sunday. The first, was it March 1st was Sunday, whatever day it was, March or whatever. Totally normal. Get home. Ray sleeps in our room. We wake up on uh, Monday 
which was the day I took off. And for the first time in her life, Ray had gone downstairs before the, the, the family was awake. She never does that. Never. Hmm. So I'm like, well, that's weird. So I go and check on her, let her out. She goes to the bathroom and she then she just like lays down in the snow. I'm like, well, that's strange. Then she comes in and she's shaking. So, okay, great. So we bring her to vet. I'm like, maybe she's got a UTI, whatever. Bring her in for day Tuesday. She's got Lyme disease. We need to see how bad her kidneys are. And then Hope goes and visits her on Wednesday. And Hope's like, Jay, I thought she was going to die in front of me. Like, she was awful. Like, so from Sunday to Wednesday, she totally, it just totally shifted. So she had been dealing with this for months, this Lyme disease for months. And finally, the kidney damage was so bad that she was just like, I'm done. She just tapped out. It was, it was wild. I, I couldn't believe it. And, you know, when our dog Maddox died, our last dog, it was really, really hard because he was always sick. So when we put him down, it was like, well, is there hope for him or is he just sick again? When I saw Ray on uh, Friday, when we put her down, I'm like, she has to, like, it's time. Like, she's never bound. Like, this is not my dog, you know? So it was almost easy is not the word, but it was less traumatic because mm-hmm. I was like, this is not my dog. This is yeah, not Ray. When you realize yeah. what kind of pain they're in, it makes the decision easier oh. because you never want them to be in that kind of pain. I still have to say, though, like you and I have both been through um, some tragic shit. And mm-hmm. uh, th- this putting dogs down, like t- literally two of the worst days of my life. Yeah. having it, But it's worth it. Like having those dogs the rest of the time. Oh, yeah. Is so it makes it so worth it, you know, and, and we're already kind of like, remember when this remember we, like when we brought Ray home to our new house and ho- house in Homewood, she was afraid of the wood floors <laughs> So we had to, like, <laughs> because they made noise. I, I don't know. It was just our old house had carpet. So she just wasn't used to the like the slipperiness of the floors. So mm-hmm. we had to like slide her like a mop to get her to her food for the first few days. <laughs> and then she never really figured out the stairs. So when she'd go upstairs, we have like stairs that are like two steps up and then it turns a corner. So she would always like kind of hug the wall and then you'd hear like, is she going to make it and you're where she would slip on the stairs and smack herself in the face, whatever. But no, yeah, the, we're just, we're see, thinking about the good stuff. Yeah. See, like the, the stairs thing makes sense. Cause like, so we got my dog Tristan from like when I was young, mind you also named before I got him. I would never <laughs> named a dog Tristan. However, uh he didn't get stairs at all so when he was really young he was like oh god what do i do and just jumped and broke his leg oh no yeah so it was like (laughs) so like i was traumatized because i was i don't remember how old i was but i was young enough and like now when i talk to my mom about it like at the time she was like oh god it's terrible and then she's like he was really stupid yeah. for doing that. Like, my God. <laughs> stairs are not designed for four legs. I wonder what no, st- if, if human beings had four legs, what would stairs look like? I'd like to know this. We'd probably all just go up ramps. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it is, every time Ray would go upstairs, she would pause. Like, all right, here we go. I can do this. <laughs> and then she would, I would say, like, you know, five out of seven, she'd be okay. But those two, she would, she'd kind of wipe out at the, at the top. But it was, it was mm-hmm. pretty funny. But yeah, so we did a hot mic on the Madhouse podcast and raised four hundred bucks for South Suburban Humane Society. So if you'd like to donate, after hearing our sad story of our uh, late dog Ray, uh, you can go to southsuburbanhumane dot org slash donate and make a donation if you are so inclined. But don't feel obligated. We've already raised a ton of money. Anywho, so because of all that. Not only does our do our friends buy us fifth quarter, the next night they bring us Wancho's, which is another great Mexican place in Homewood. <laughs> and our friends Kyle and Renee just bought everything. They bought like a giant tub of elotes, giant t- ch- uh, tub of rice, giant tub of beans. They got two orders of French fries, which I'd never gotten from a Mexican restaurant before, but they were really, really good. A bunch of tacos, a big giant quesadilla. We're just being showered with food. And then Friday, we get home from the vet. And, you know, it's just me and Hope. We're, you know, we're crushed. And then we get a text from our friend Sarah. who's like, check the back porch. And there's two baskets out there, two bouquets of flowers. There's Fannie Mae in there. There's Sour Patch Kids in there. There's a T-shirt for Addie, a blanket, a stuffed animal. Like, 
it's just it's overwhelming to have with you know people make fun of me how I talk so lovingly about Homewood, but it's because of my friends here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like wow, we met this group of friends so late in our life, and it's like where have they been all of our our, our lives? Like how do we just stumble into this great group of friends? And uh, it was really nice. And our our friend Sherry has a cry cut machine at home, so she can make T shirts. So she gave Addie this T shirt of. It's like Snoopy looking up at the sky with a heart, and then on the back it says Addie and Ray. Oh my oh, god! That's cool. She Addie saw that shirt and lost it. Lost it, yeah. yeah. And so did I. Like me and Hope saw it and lost it too. And then uh, she got home and looked at it, and she's like, "Addie's Addie is the strongest of the three of us." But man, she was she saw that shirt and lost it. So anyway, it was uh, friends made the week good, and then um, you know better, I guess. Let's put it yeah. that way. better. Yeah. So, but yeah, we're just <laughs> we just have so much food to eat. Oh well, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So i I was proud that I was able to spread the podcast doctrine this week. Yeah. Uh so for for those that don't know, that are more just for this podcast uh, than anything else, my role at Entercom, I guess I would say, changed like a month ago. Instead of like doing normal part time producer things at the score, I'm still technically part-time, but working Monday through Friday on a show called You Better You Bet, which is on radio.com, uh, streaming through the radio.com YouTube page. And also the big thing now is moving towards having like affiliates and stuff. So it's on in Denver, on in, uh, and on in LA, which is pretty cool. So I'm running the board for them. And there's a segment we do every day called Tickling Fancies, where the hosts... <laughs> Ask the producers what's tickling their fancy, you know, inside, in or out of the world of sports on that day or what you're looking forward to doing after the show, something like that. So I've been bringing up, you know, different places that I was excited to eat at, like try different things. And then I mentioned I love fries and the guys because the, the hosts are because everything is done remotely. One is in Connecticut. One is in New York. And the, the other two producers are in Philly. So clearly they have no idea what I love fries is, <laughs> you know? So I, I explain the concept and everything and they're like that. They're like, okay, that actually sounds really good. And I get a message or I get a, a, a tweet from one of the guys, Ken at Lockie Lockerson on Twitter. <laughs> And which is a great handle for a guy that does a sports betting show. Yes, it is. So he said, I crushed a giant container. He had, he had Friday off. So this was on Friday on his day off. He tweets me. I crushed a giant container of fries tonight in Newport because of your segments all week. (laughs) That's great. You got to spread the doctrine any way you can get people eating more, get people eating better tasting stuff. So I'm proud that to a, a new community that I have joined recently, the You Better You Bet community, uh, the podcast doctrine has made its way there. And I will only be expanding that because, let's be honest, I don't know how to uh, do anything but expand. That's great. By the way, um, we mentioned, I don't actually, I don't know if we mentioned on this podcast. I know I mentioned on the Madhouse podcast that we're now part of the Blue Wire Sports Network, uh, which is great, the Sports Podcasting Network. But we have like new analytics so we can see like where people are listening and um rick the second most po- what country are we second most popular in okay what's the fattest country i can think of <laughs> um germany it's not germany actually okay you're not gonna uh, get it it's new zealand nice <laughs> yeah we're huge in new zealand <laughs> it's, that's awesome it's, it's kind of interesting right like where are people listening to us? Uh, and we can even short, like, we can look at the country. We mm-hmm. can, like, go through, like, nation by nation and find out. I'm trying to load up where we're popular in the United States. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's cool to see, like, wow, people are listening to us all over the world. I remember when I started Madhouse on, like, this kind of, like, a crappier distribution yeah. uh, system. Like, wow, we're huge in Russia. I wonder why. It's, like, all Russian bots. Yep. <laughs> so no surprise that we're most popular in Illinois. That's duh. Uh, yeah. Indiana, Wisconsin, second. Then it's Cal- California, Colorado, Florida, Iowa, Washington, Maryland, and Texas. Those are the top 10 okay. states for the uh, I'm Fat podcast, which is great. Like, 
it's amazing that we're, I mean, the Midwest makes sense. We've got sure. the score impact with Indiana, Wisconsin, but then California, Colorado, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So wherever you're listening yes. from, uh, we appreciate it. It's really, really cool that you get Absolutely. to do that. Absolutely. Step it up, Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know why I'm singling out Hawaii. <laughs> you too, Ala- actually, probably better for the uh, the type of food. Come on, Alaska. You like things that stick to your ribs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we, we got it. The problem is it's everything that you eat in Alaska is like marked up 700% because it has to travel there. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. So uh, I wonder if that's the case with Dr. Squatch. I don't think it is. I think if they go to drsquatch.com, they get the same rates as everybody. That's not a guarantee. I cannot uh, speak. To ch- I don't know if that's true or not. So maybe I shouldn't have said that. But hey, who cares? Uh, go to <laughs> this Dr. is going yeah, great. Seriously, uh, we've been talking to you about Doctor Squatch for a long time, and I got Rick the new Birchwood Breeze deodorant showed up. Uh, I or- there's another new deodorant. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. even know this. Oh yeah, there there there's a new Squatch something every week. It's really hard to keep up with, uh, but it's good. It's it's a really good thing because they just came out with the Fresh Falls hair care kit, too. But this Birchwood Breeze deodorant, I just started using it yesterday. Oh, my God. I smelled good all day. I got in bed. I don't usually do this because I'm not a weirdo. I got in bed and put my arms up. I'm like, is that me? Yes, that is me. I smell amazing. The Birchwood to- Breeze is great. To be fair, when you were in bed, did you just not care? Um, that could be why you put your hands in the air. You're an idiot, <laughs> but I did care anyway. Okay. Get yourself some Birchwood Breeze uh, deodorant, but go to DrSquatch.com. So subscribe to their soaps. They're awesome. I've got a, a four wide uh, soap saver in my shower because I like to rotate every day. My favorites are the cool fresh aloe. The cold, the cold brew cleanse is my other favorite. I know, Rick, you love the aloe as well. But it's not just the soap. It's the hair care kits. It's the deodorant. It's the toothpaste. It's the beard oil. It's everything. If you want your body to smell good and do it the all-natural way, go to DrSquatch.com. When you're ready to check out, use that promo code IMFAT20. You'll save 20% on your order and help the podcast at the same time. So DrSquatch.com, promo code IMFAT20. Man, I'm, I'm going to have to get that new deodorant. I'm going to have such a backlog of the deodorant because it lasts a good long time, mm-hmm. but then there's also the other sense you want to try. This is tough. It is tough. It's a t- <laughs> tough problem to have. I, I, I brought out my uh, Dr. Squatch bucket. Oh, soap yeah. uh, for the Madhouse podcast. Hot Mike, just to show everybody I wasn't lying. So I have this mm-hmm. little like wicker basket in my bathroom and there's 10 bars on deck just waiting to go. So it's I a good problem. It, it's a great problem to have. Um, so the other thing, Rick, when uh, I wanted to bring Addie a little treat on Friday, this place that I've been eyeing, there's a bunch of them in Illinois, Algonquin, Aurora, Buffalo Grove, Champaign, Elmers, Evergreen Park, Homewood, Naperville, Orland Park, South Barrington, Springfield, St. Charles, Western Springs. It's called Small Cakes. There's a mm-hmm. bunch around the nation, too. And it's basically a cupcake shock, but it's cupcake, cake, small cakes, cupcakery and creamery. <laughs> easy for me to say. I walked in not knowing what to get. Yeah. And like an oasis in the desert, I saw the ultimate dessert, the chocolate chip cookie frosting sandwich. Done. Yep. That I'm like, I want that. <laughs> I like shouted at the lady. She's like, okay, I'll get it. <laughs> you don't have to climb over the counter, fatty. I will promise you, I will sell you this item. Quit it was yelling. It was the last one. So we're hoping I are the only ones in the store. But I'm like, I want that. Don't sell it to anybody else. She's like, it's you're here. It's fine. Take it easy. But oh my god, was it good? It was just, oh, it was so decadent. And it's a word I don't like using, but I deserved it. I had earned it, it this week. It looks like it. I am on the website, <laughs> yes. and it. If I think decadent, I kind of look at this and think that. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so good. And now the problem is, it's too close to home. I'm too often in that na- neighborhood alone. Oh boy! Where I can just be like, oh, I'll just sneak in and grab one. You know, it's only like I think it's like three bucks or something like that. So yeah, it's gonna be a problem. But man, is it good! And like I said, I had earned it this week, dude. That <laughs> wasn't through enough crap. I'm okay, buying myself I, a cookie sandwich. I am seeing a couple things right here that are going to be problematic for me: the cookies and cream mm-hmm. and the lemon drop. Oh, the lemon drop is good. Oh. We got Addie the mint chocolate chip one. Uh, that's one of her favorite flavors, uh, and she loved it too. 
So we yeah, we're we are right back in our Door County vacation eating maybe worse even because <laughs> now we're now we're eating our feelings. <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, it was uh wow. I'll be back. That place is terrific. So small cakes, go to their website, uh just look them up on Google and there's a there's locations all over the country, so should be easy to find. Well, if you'd like to continue eating your feelings and a lot of them, uh, yeah. Uh one thing that, you know, kind of popped into my purview this week is the Arby's Meat Mountain. It is one of the off-menu items. I forget who it was. There was someone that I saw that tried it and documented his entire experience of getting through all of it in one sitting in his car. And it's a thing. So for those that have not seen the Arby's Meat Mountain as of yet, let's go through... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's on this and maybe this will be under a two-hour podcast once i'm done i'm pulling up uh because i'm on the same website as you i'm gonna pull up the uh nutrition facts oh hey, why is it not sh- oh they, they didn't put it on here very smart very smart of them <laughs> to not put that on there <laughs> so the arby's meat mountain now we're going from bottom to top we have two chicken tenders roast turkey Pit smoked ham, corned beef, 13 hour smoked brisket. I'm only halfway done. <laughs> Angus, <laughs> Angus steak, roast beef, peppered bacon, cheddar, and Swiss. All in one sandwich. I this mean, is the Arby's Meat Mountain. Oh, it looks good. It doesn't look you know, good. And, you, and, and, and you've said gross. there's stuff outside, you know, there's stuff that's not your traditional, like, roast beef is really good, right? That you've had? Oh, the, the my Arby's order is the ham and cheese. The hot ham and cheese is insane. It's so good. And that with Arby's sauce is perfect. This is quite a thing. And... I don't know. It looks doable. It's a lot of meat. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But if this is a meal, I think I could do this. Okay. I, I'm by the way, on, to. On, on the website, it says it actually ends with there's also cheddar and Swiss cheese somewhere in there. It's <laughs> how it phrases it. Because like you can maybe see in this picture, just like a sliver of each cheese, but it's like mixed in throughout. I would assume just by looking at the types of meat and where they are, it's probably like Swiss towards the bottom and your cheddar towards the top. Right. But like, good God, man, that is, it's quite a thing. thing. Yeah. It's, it's never quite what it appears. You know, when you go to the restaurant, it's not as big as it looks in the ass. Because everything, everything gets condensed. Right, right, right. I want to see. I'm going to look it up on Twitter and see if any. Like, I want to see a photo of someone actually holding it. See it in the wild. Yeah, exactly. You got to see what it actually <laughs> looks like in someone's hand, and that will tell you what you need to know. Yeah, because like as it looks on the website, it looks like it could be as big as your head, and you have a large head. And that's saying something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jay Mensch over here. All right, I found one. Hmm. All right. This is still. This is a substantial sandwich. I will say this guy's got it. You know, wow, that that is large. I would say it's probably about four inches high in the guy's hand. That's you a know, great trap. As he's, <laughs> I wish, <laughs> and he's taking a bite. Uh, Just wait till we get to the voicemails today, by the way. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to beep one a little bit. Um, oh, nice. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Th- all right. This is a challenge. I'm going to do it. I'm going to have the meat mountain yeah. this week. Yep. Nice. Hopefully, I'm still married when it's over. And now, will you be streaming your eating of this? I will definitely at least take a picture of it. Okay. This guy's enough. got two on Twitter. Damn, dude. Two? He's He's got an order of two right in front of him. No, the way you do it. And, and like, this thing looks like it's big enough wow. where I might actually have to get the small fry instead of the large fry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be safe. You can right. always save fries for later, though. That's true. And man, the Arby's curly fries are so good. All their fries are good. Arby's is just yeah. good. I'm sorry. Like people make fun of Arby's. I don't I don't really know why. 
It's good ass yeah. food. Like, Everything like, they do is good there. Yeah, like maybe if you want if you want to get at the regular like the traditional like roast beef, okay, fine. Like I can understand that. But the now mind you, I you know me where it's hard I it's difficult for me to try different things. I still need to try a good amount of the other meats. So maybe this will be my uh this will be my gateway drug. Yeah. Well, I know their tenders are really good. See, I've never had their chicken. Yeah, no, it's good. And I used to get the cordon blue which was ham and fried chicken with cheddar or with Swiss rather. Okay. And that was really good. So yeah, they, everything Arby's does is pretty good. I don't know why they've become this punchline. Um, but by the way, you know, what it took me like way too long to realize hmm. that Arby's, do you know why Arby's is called Arby's? No. Cause RB roast beef. Arby's. Oh, it's like phonetically saying Arby's. Oh Yeah. I sort of realized that one day when I was high. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so they were like, although that does sound minute, like a man. really like a high thing to say. Wait a minute. Arby's, <laughs> RB, roast beef, Arby's. That's why they're called Arby's. Oh my God, man. Is that helicopter chasing me? No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had that realization. I think I was in high school at the time. Uh, good times. Good times. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Couple, couple quickies here All right. before we get to the fat phone. Uh, this was brought to our attention that uh, on NPR, a s'more was brought up as a candy sandwich. Do you agree? I mean, technically, it's correct. I don't know if I think of marshmallow as candy, but I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, I mean, that it's peeps, you know, like people would say peeps. Peeps is candy, but it's candy to marshmallows. Yeah. But what else would a, what other category does marshmallow fall under, though? It has to be candy, right? I would think so. The only thing that's not candy about it is the graham cracker. Right. But the graham cracker is the bread. Right. So that's what makes True. it the sandwich. I, I will go with that. Let's call okay. it a s'more, though. I would call it a candy sandwich. Yeah, that sounds Weird. a lot lamer than a s'more. Yeah. Oh. And then and then we wouldn't have the classic sandlot line anyway, so it's a s'more. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I'll I'll I will allow that though. You know the yeah candy sandwich that works for me. And then this week in everybody on the podcast and the fan page trolling me, mm-hmm. uh, because this is a weekly thing now, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, two things. One, in this week in which is a sub part of this segment this week in everything is cake there was a beautiful looking turkey <laughs> like a thanksgiving turkey yep that was not a thanksgiving turkey nope it was cake it's better than the human i sent you that one that <laughs> one's disturbing <laughs> yes no like, kidding. It, like it looked like an episode of criminal minds yep that's all right i would eat it yeah oh yeah probably yeah. oh and the other thing that everybody was tagging me on is reese's is going to release the peanut butter cup with no chocolate. You know what, Rick? Huh? I'm out on that. Really? Yeah. Just give me if I want just peanut butter, I'll just eat peanut butter. True. Yeah. I, I don't want it without chocolate. That's the whole point. So I'm I out. Just, I'm with you I, on this one. Finally. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Is it time for the fat phone? It is. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat to obtain a special dialing wand please mash the keypad with your palm now all right you want to do uh should we do uh david hockberg here for the uh for the old fat phone i mean for lack of better phrasing sure yeah let's this do him t- <laughs> let's do him <laughs> yeah and really, really do him right we really appreciate him too and let's show how much so we do appreciate David Hochberg and all the work that he and Team Hochberg do to help you, to help me, to help to help everybody have a better mortgage experience, a better buying and selling experience of your home. Maybe you're looking to refinance. Team Hochberg's here for you. 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. It's a complicated process. There's a whole lot of prep that has to go into it, which is kind of what shocked me most when I was going through my first home buying experience. And Team Hochberg is right there for you to help you through that process and put you in the best position to save as much money as you can or make as much money as you can, depending on what you're trying to do with your house. 
Now, if, if you're a little intimidated by the process, one thing you can do is Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WGN Radio, that's AM 720 here in Chicago, listen to David's mortgage show, Home Sweet Home Chicago, where he gives tips, he has people on and gets their thoughts and takes questions. So it, it lets you dip your toe into the waters without having to necessarily talk about your situation individually. That way you get more comfortable. You see that David is as legit as we're talking about. So then you can reach out to David or anybody at Team Hockberg. Give them that call at 855-56-DAVID or go to 56david.com so you can start your process. And when you do that, tell them that you heard about Team Hockberg from us because that helps us out. And it lets David know that we really, really appreciate him and not necessarily that we want to do him unless Jay does, I'm which down. is, hey, that's, hey, that's your thing. Good I'll on you. anything once. <laughs> Except Mayo. Facts. <laughs> David Hochberg, greater than Mayo. Also, Homeside Financial, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1124061. All right, to the fat phone we go, 708-858-3314. Hey, fats. Brenton Beloit. I've got a tell your tell me you're fat without telling you're fat. I have a pizza cutter that belongs in a pizzeria. That's my pizza cutter. Hmm. Nice. So is he saying now this is another voicemail that needs clarity. Did you steal a pizza cutter from a pizza place or did you are you did you do classic dad move and say, hey, that's quite a pizza cutter you got there over the counter. What kind is that? And then got your own. We need clarity. If you stole the pizza cutter, that's okay. a cr- that's a crime. But respect. Yes. Kind of hoping it's that. Yeah. I used to have this one from <laughs> Home Run Inn. You used to give out these promotional pizza cutters okay. where you would hold it like a, like a handle. And it was rounded, so it was like a half crescent, or not a half crescent, okay. it was a crescent, and you would just use that to cut your pizza. It actually worked really well, but then I melted it in a dishwasher, and I can't, I think I got it at a Sox game, honestly, which is always good to give White Sox fans weapons. <laughs> it's always good promotion. By the way, least shocking thing in the world is that White Sox <laughs> yeah. fans are the drunkest fans by their own admission in Major League Baseball. There's Look, I grew up, I am a Cubs fan, but I grew up in the heart of White Sox country. And yes, it is. And I'm, I would bet 98% of it is Miller Lite. Yeah, well, and the, the, at least what's nice about the park now is there are so many options. Oh, to- yeah. Man, food and drink wise, it is tough to be guaranteed Raid Field. Uh, remember Fields? Remember baseball games? Oh, man, yeah, I miss that very much, very much. I cannot wait to just go to the ballpark and spend way too much money on ballpark food. That'll be yes. one of the first things I do. All right, here we go. Hey boys, I have a this or that question for you. Would you rather give up cheese or jobs for the rest of your life? Rick, <laughs> your thoughts. <laughs> Hmm. I think we know what the, well, what the beeped word was, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. All right. Yes. I mean, there are technically two options there, but I mean, one of them would be easier to give up because, <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, no one knows yourself better than you, right? But <laughs> I, I would, <laughs> um, God, cheese of any variety. So yeah, like, it's all you have cheese. to have. So like your pizza doesn't have cheese anymore. I mean, I mean, you got here's how you got to look at it. I, oh, right. I almost said something in the other category <laughs> yes. in the non cheese option. Yes, there are other options for you to accomplish the same thing. I'm not eating yeah. vegan cheese, so I'm keeping cheese. It's a tough sacrifice, man. That really is. We're also talking about a sacrifice. ratio problem where it's probably well, 10,000 to one in favor of cheese. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, in terms of instances of, right. <laughs> of happen, <laughs> I just thought I don't know if I should say that. Instances of one entering a mouth versus the other. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm going with cheese. Sorry, it's a it's tough. It's a tough sacrifice. The other thing is one of my favorites, but uh, you yeah. know, you just. Cheese is really, really hard to give up. I, I had this joke with. Uh, That's such a great this or that. Oh, hope God. might kill me. By the way, that was that was Sarah. That was my friend Sarah. 
uh, that left that message, which I appreciate. It really <laughs> oh. caught me off guard as I was putting it into the system this morning. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I was talking to Hope we, when I talked about Door County. Got that giant Rice Krispie treat. Yeah, I'm like, this might be my favorite thing in the world. And she's like, more than what? And she's listening. She's like, more than boobs. I'm like, well, could you make them out of? Could you make them out of Rice Krispie treats? Right. <laughs> yeah. So that she's held that over my head for a little while this week, but I, okay, I stand by it. Rick and Jay, yeah. Pete from Crystal Lake here, um, calling because I just have a thought. What is if you have one? The food that you ate when you were single that your significant other is completely repulsed by. I'll give you my example. Um, I would get um, just cheap hot dogs, a can of Hormel chili or even store brand chili, um, a big bag of cheddar cheese, and just make the biggest chili cheese dog out of the worst ingredients possible. <laughs> just curious if you guys had a comp. Love the show. Hmm. I got one right off the top of my head, and I, I I am ashamed of myself for eating this. Okay. You ever eaten the shelf-stable Dinty More meat? Oh. Like where you go to Target? I know exactly what you're talking about, and, it's and beef, no, I have not. It's beef stew in a cardboard box, not refrigerated, not frozen, on the shelf near the mac and cheese and the dry pastas. I used to eat Dinty Moore beef stew all the time. It was mm. stuff I would keep in college. I'd keep it in my, we have like, you know, portable closets in our dorm rooms. And I would keep three or four boxes of those and just microwave them. And somehow I thought that was okay. Somehow I thought that was an acceptable thing to eat. How this thing is still sold, I don't understand. I really don't. Like, how can how can you have meat on a shelf that doesn't need to be kept cold or frozen. How? Jay, I hate to tell you this. Uh-oh. It might not be meat. It's got to be meat. Right? Maybe not. Is it, like, spelled weird? Is it, like, M-E-T-E? <laughs> Instead of no. M-E-A-T? I'm looking like at the box. Like, wings versus wings. Wings with a Z. Wings with a Z are not wings. And a Y. <laughs> All right, Dinty Moore beef stew made with fresh potato. All right, hang on. I'm looking at the box. Mm-hmm. No artificial ingredients. It's made by Hormel, which is a meat company. U.S. inspected and passed by Department of Agriculture. I. It's it's beef. Okay. I. It's probably not great beef, but it's beef. See, I feel bad for this question because. I don't really, I don't think I have one because I pretty much eat all the same crap I used to. Like I didn't, and I wasn't that creative to like, you know, do my own homemade chili dog, you know, super chili dog or whatever. Like, I mean, my wife and I would eat ramen and stuff. So, I mean, it's not like yeah. we, we didn't exactly have the highest of standards here. So I don't think I really have a good answer now outside of like just stuff that she doesn't like that I like in general, but not something sure. that would be like actually repulsing her and be <laughs> like, you're not eating that anymore. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, yeah, that, that's it for me. I get what you're saying. Cause that's really the only thing I could think of. And now as we're talking about it, we all buy cans of soup and mm-hmm. cans of soup has meat in it. That's not kept cold or frozen. But it's got the preservatives in the liquid, probably. I guess, but I guess that's the same way the Dinty Moore beef stew works. It's, it's whatever is the gravy or yeah. whatever has these. I don't know. It's weird. I just I don't get it. I don't get the science. It's probably something I don't want to get. All I yeah. know is I love Campbell's soup. I've always loved Campbell's soup. But I used to work with a woman whose husband worked at the Campbell's soup like factory, mm-hmm. and she's like, I will never eat Campbell's soup. So, oh, for whatever that's worth, I don't know, but it's too chunky. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, like chunky soup. It's mm-hmm. the same idea as the Dinty Moore beef stew. It's yeah. shelf stable, non-refrigerated meat. I don't know. I don't know how it works. It's interesting. Hey, Fats, this is Doug from Wyoming, Michigan. Uh, I once ran so slow in a rec league softball game 
The other team offered a pinch runner because they thought I was injured. I retired to <laughs> cart golf shortly after. Catch you later. Well, that's good. That That's the essence of tell us you're fat without telling us you're fat. <laughs> I appreciate that. Is that guy hurting up? Nope, just fat. Nope. Just fat and slow. But, man, we play like once a year we play a pickup rec softball game, mm-hmm. and someone always pops a hammy. Like, oh, yeah. Because uh, it's all like dads and, and moms my age, and it's usually the men that pop the hammy easily. But, oh, man, this this one coach, really big guy, nice guy, not not fat, but just a, like a big muscular dude. Mm-hmm. And he ran the first and I saw him like, oh, started doing the hop on one leg. And we had to like, oh, man, it was bad. Like, you could just tell how badly he was hurt. Yeah. just run, I don't know. It's something about baseball, like, because usually if you're just playing pickup, you're probably not wearing spikes. So running True. on that on that loose gravel, that's probably the worst thing for your hamstring. Yeah, I would think so. And like, so this was a thing that bothered me about uh, when I was on the baseball team my freshman year of high school. I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world that we weren't doing sprints. We were doing like, la- so where we practiced at, there was like three diamonds and they all had, you know, decent size outfields. So we would have to run laps around the three diamonds. And I just thought it was really dumb because it's like baseball is much more about, it's not like football in terms of the quick twitch, but like it's, you know, along those same lines. Yeah. So why would we be doing all of this more long distance running and not even like supplementing it with sprints? It made no sense. I am shocked that you are someone who is fighting for sprints. <laughs> I mean, as opposed to running long distances, I'd rather do I'd rather do sprints than long distance. Short bursts over. Uh, lo- yeah, I, I agree with 100%. you on that. Yeah. Did, 100%. did you do and they have different names, ladders. We call them gassers. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those were the yeah. worst. Yes, they were like I was. It's funny. I am someone that always wanted to be better at basketball than I was. And, you know, the body just kind of was like, nope, this ain't going to happen. Even, <laughs> even, even though, like, I wasn't, like, really fat. I was just, like, a little bit bigger. But also, that whole athleticism thing kind of uh, failed me. The skill part, okay. But the athleticism part, not so much. So I never really made a basketball team. But, man, doing the ladders for basketball, not great. Going... What baseline to free throw line and back, then half court and back, then other free throw back, and then sideline to sideline. Well, here's here's how we did it in football: goal line to ten and back, to the twenty and back, to the thirty and back, to the forty and back, to the fifty and back. Mm. That was one gasser, and we would do you know five of those at the end of that was awful. Someone would puke every time. In my like three months that I played football, uh, I we had a decent size hill, like especially for for summer. I think it was, I think it was, yeah, that was the practice field like all year round. But especially in like summer practices, there was a decent like inclined hill mm-hmm. right by like right by the practice field. So a lot of our end of practice stuff would be going up and down that damn hill, which oh. was just awful. That and when we practiced poorly, it was like gassers till the coach gets bored. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, just the worst. I oh, I hated those. All right, that's all I got for voicemail. So I guess it's time to ask the fats. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans. Ask a fats this week are brought to you by our friends at Mazda of Orland Park, MazdaOfOrlandPark.com. Call Eric, 708-444-3200. Rick, I told you I went to visit Eric uh, to get some work done on my CX-5 last week, and mm-hmm. I was ready to walk out with a new car, and he talked me out of it because he's a good and honest man because I had just paid my car off. But ever since I left, I've been haunted 
by CX-30s. They're just everywhere I go. It's I think Eric has dispatched his army to follow me around like, look at this nice shiny. Here's a blue one. Here's a silver one. Here's a black one. Which one do you like, Jay? Come on. <laughs> I'm constantly being tempted to buy a new car, but I'm going to wait. I'm waiting because my Ooh. current CX-5 is in great shape. But when I'm running 9.5 out of 10 and car and driver. can't, Dude, I'm telling you. Uh, I've told the story before, but I'll tell it again. When I met Eric, I had no intentions of buying a Mazda. I just wanted some advice on how to buy a car. I had never bought a car on my own before without help from my parents or whoever. So I'm like, look, man, like, what do I need to know? He's like, well, come on in. Like, we'll talk and, and I'll help you out. And, and if you see like what you see, I'll help you get a Mazda. So let me test drive a Mazda CX-5 for, I think, three days. Let me take it to work back. Just kind of live in a CX-5. And I loved it. I ended up buying it. And it's the best car I've ever owned. And that I'm not lying. It's It's been unre- unbelievably reliable. We have 130,000 miles on it. And uh, it runs like brand new. So aside from routine maintenance, that's all we've ever had to do to the thing. And I love it. And I will be a Mazda owner for life. So I cannot wait to buy that CX-30 next year. You should go to MazdaOwenPark.com. Check out what they have. Got any questions? Call Eric, 708-444-3200. That's Mazda of Orland Park, MazdaOfOrlandPark.com. All right. First question here comes from PMAC. He says, is there a food or a meal you always seem excited about having, but are consistently disappointed in. Mine is a poor boy sandwich. I've had them multiple times, even in New Orleans, and was never impressed. That's from PMAC. Well, PMAC, you've never had a Mariska's poor boy. That's your problem, clearly. Go get one of those. Um, this was tough for me. I couldn't really think of anything that's... I, I guess I would say, and I was having this chat with my buddy Dan yesterday. He's like, I just don't get how you don't like euros. And I, I just... I can't get into it. I just mm-hmm. don't like euros. I don't know what it is. And I've tried. I want to like them. Everything on paper says I should like them. But I guess that's the one for me is just every time I try a euro, I'm like, eh, it's just not. I don't know. It's not my thing. I'm uh, I. Hmm. I think a lot of times for me, it's just like on a given day, I'll have something and be like, you know what? I wasn't feeling that today. Okay. But I, I'm trying to think of just something they can't get right. Yeah, yeah. Like, hmm. Like I see the thing is like something like Euro. I'm I'm with you on that where I should like it, but I generally haven't. So I just, I guess maybe I just don't give it enough of a try to where I can say, yeah, it's just, you know, it doesn't hit home for me, but right. no, I think for me, it's always, specific to what i want for that day there are times where i'm like man this sounds good and then i'll get it and i'll be like you know what that didn't ho- hit, that didn't hit home as well as i thought as i thought it yeah was i wish i'd to. gotten something else that happens yeah. a lot yeah so that's yeah that's probably my one All okay right. first my first question here from our guy lance levine is there anything whatsoever redeeming about peeps hey peeps got brought up before mm-hmm. it's easter season on the store shelves are these things much shelf space about nothing I like them. They're they're. I mean, they're very simple. I like. I love marshmallows. Like I, I will eat a handful of marshmallows every day in my life. Um, and are just. And you know, I like the. Anyone that listens to this knows I like the crunchy soft combination texture. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you get that from uh, Reese's Pieces. Once you chew it, you have the peanut butter, but then you get the little candy pieces. It's a yeah. similar texture with a peep, where it's the crunchy soft. So I, I do like peeps. It's not something that I will go seek out like i don't really buy them for easter because i know they're just pure it's just a pure ball of sugar and if yeah. i'm gonna take that much sugar and i'll probably do you know a piece of fannie mae chocolate or something instead but i i do i do truly like peeps i, I never get peeps yeah like I, I don't think they're bad but like if i have more than a couple every easter you know easter season that's probably too many for me. Like I'll have them maybe once a year. If someone's then, got and then them, I'm good. If someone has them out, I'll have one and be like, all right. And it, it scratches my itch for the year. I don't dislike them. I do like them. It's just, there's so many better Easter candies Yeah, that it's almost like, why would I even bother with a peep? Speaking of that, we got a message last week about Cadbury mini eggs. Yes. And I went and got some this week at target and God, there's, those are so good. I forget how good those are. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. Huh? I tried this. I forgot to write this down. The Starburst 
jumbo jelly beans. Oh, oh I don't I, think I've had those. I want to make sure they're that's the right name. Yeah, Starburst jumbo jelly beans. By the way, the best store bought jelly bean you can buy. That's not like um, uh, Jelly Belly, like just by brand name. Starburst jelly beans are amazing. Yes. So these Starburst jumbo jelly beans are big. They're probably bigger than a Cadbury mini egg. So if you want to okay. maybe add like 15% to a mini egg, there's your size. They're good. They're really big. They're really good. And I think right now at Target, you can get them like at the end cap for like three bucks for a jumbo bag of them. They're that's delicious. And if you're looking for that sweet little candy treat, that's why like jelly beans should be a year round thing because they're perfect. They're just perfect to give you that little zap of sweet that you want, that candy sweet that you don't need to eat 50 of. I mean, you still can. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But the Starburst Jumbo Jelly Beans, uh, I love them. Hope did not like them. She thought they were too big. She thought it was too much. But I thought they were terrific. So, You two really are a good pair. Really? I know. Uh, that means she won't eat my jelly beans, which is great. Mm-hmm. All right. I got one here from our buddy Popcorn Andy. Uh, again, if you've not heard the Popcorn Andy story. It, it's incredible. Go to our Instagram page. I'm Fat Pod. Look for the picture of the guy, the fat guy with the beard eating popcorn and just listen to Andy's story and your heart will be warmed. All right. He says, hello, my fellow fats. Where do you stand on the sauce versus gravy argument? Is it called spaghetti sauce or spaghetti gravy? We call it sauce. Sauce is red. Gravy is brown. And it goes on beef and mashed potatoes. Would love to hear your thoughts. Your friend and fellow fat popcorn. Andy. Andy, I agree with you 100%. Yes. Sauce absolutely. is red. Gravy is brown. Yep. And... Now, it, what about like a biscuits and gravy, slightly different sauce, but still that's gravy, whereas Alfredo sauce is sauce. Well, here's the thing. Gravy is made from meat. Sauce is made from vegetables or plants or whatever, or cheeses. That, that, a gravy, by definition, is made out of animal product, right? Like beef gravy, turkey gravy. It has, mm-hmm. It's made from a protein. So that there's that to me is the difference. So pizza sauce or spaghetti sauce is made of tomatoes, whereas turkey gravy is made out of turkey. So that's the difference. Is it is it made out of meat or not? If it's made out of meat, it's a gravy. Right? Yeah. All right. No, that's actually a much better way to explain it than I could do. I think that's probably scientifically correct. Okay. That's probably how they decipher what they call it. My next one's from Jason. After a caller last week flexed about his wife, what current fat celebrity is the biggest Casanova? Oh, wow. Okay. That's a good question. How about, um, oh my God, Mark Ruffalo. He's not fat, but he's bigger, Mm -hmm. right? Like he's not skinny by, by Hollywood standards. I, that might be the answer. I'm going to look up Mark Ruffalo shirtless. You have searched this 700 times. What? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Mark Ruffalo's got a little doughiness to him. There's definitely some some chunk on him. That's my answer. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. He's not fat, but he's not skinny. Hmm. Kevin James for a while had the Leah Remini thing, but that wasn't real. That was just on right. TV. I'm trying to think like fat dude with hot girlfriend. Yeah, see, I'm so bad with like celebrity stuff. Yeah, I don't. I never know who's da- dating who or married to who or divorced from who. Yeah, who is um? I don't know. I'm trying to think, like Pat Oswalt's wife. I know one of them passed away, and he remarried, but I'm not sure who he's married to. See, I'm trying to think of times where I've seen people, like in pictures or on a magazine, and been like him, and being like, okay, that's probably the guy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I'll I think I'll have to go with Ruffalo with you for now. That's pretty good. Also, I know that Chris Pratt will l- allow himself to get fat for roles sometimes. Sure, but uh, he's not tr- he's not fat in general, right? And I don't think you could call uh, Jonah Hill or Seth Rogen Casanovas, right? Exactly. They probably have hot girlfriends, but they're not like considered dreamboat. Like Mark Ruffalo, I think, checks those boxes for us, right? Yeah, I would think so. All right, there you go. There's the answer, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, if you're looking for the female, um, over I don't say overweight because I think 
they're two of the hottest women on the planet, regardless of size. Heather, uh, Heather, is it Heather Graham? No, I'm blanking. It's not Heather Graham. Heather, <laughs> I'm good at this job. Uh, I, I'll I just, find it. Okay, it's Heather. So I always, it's not Heather Graham. Ashley Graham. Thank oh, you. I, oh, <sighs> Ashley. Graham. Yes, uh, Ashley Graham and Iskra Lawrence. Those are two of the air quotes plus size models that are just mm-hmm. unbelievably gorgeous, dude. Uh, oh. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm good. I'm. I'm good here. Ashley. Ashley Graham's TikTok is a treasure. Oh yeah, so. I was just gonna say her Instagram is because I'm I am you know I'm one of the uh, old guys that is not on TikTok as of yet. I was a slow adopter, but I have to tell you, here's why I like it. First of all, people are creative as hell and talented as hell, mm-hmm. and it gives them a platform to do that in quick bursts. Their algorithm is perfect because after I was on there for like two or three days, I only see stuff that I'm interested in. And also, you can avoid the comments altogether if you want to. So you're not like constantly exposed to negativity and trash and bullying and all that stuff. I really like TikTok. It's really, really cool. You'd be amazed by some of the videos these people make. Huh? It's absolutely incredible. I, I, I was, I'm like, this is for kids. This is stupid. I'm like, well, I'm just going to check it out. Right. And it's, it's now my go-to, like, just mindlessly looking at my phone thing. It's really good. All right. You got one here or is it my turn? It's your turn. I'm out. All right. Last one here comes from Northside Phil. Then we got uh, this or that. We got to answer. But Phil says, huge fan of the show. Look forward to it every Monday. Literally. A a few times a year, I go out and get my perfect meal. This consists of going to a Chicago shrimp house, such as Frank's or Goose Island, and ordering the following. A pound of fried shrimp, two orders of clam strips, an order of hush puppies, and an order of fries. Then get home and demolish it all. A big plate of fried awesomeness. Lastly, for the best fried chicken sandwich, check out the clucker from Devil Dogs on State. Oh, interesting. New entry. Hmm. Keep up the good work. Northside Phil. I will check that out. Uh, that is impressive. And I, I very much, my wife is allergic to shrimp. Uh, and it's a late allergy. She developed it after her pregnancy. So she loves it too, but just can't have it. So shrimp is something I miss so much. So maybe twice a year I'll just say, like, screw it, I'm going to have shrimp and just stay away from hope. Um, and uh, so it's a double treat. Um, and uh, I did not Now we're that. back to a previous question. <laughs> exactly. Um, I love shrimp. But that sounds really good, just overdoing it. When I overdo it, it's almost always pizza. All this yep. or, yeah, last night we went to Los Angeles. Oh, mm-hmm. hang on. i got to get my sound. I almost forgot. I lost it. Where's my Los Angeles sound? Oh, damn it. Did I That's delete it? it? That's it. You hate Rosangela's. No, I don't. Oh, here we go. Found it. Uh, and I ordered a... I was on the phone. I'm like, I'll have a large pizza. I'm like, you know what? Make it a family-sized. <laughs> so yep. I've got a ton of Rosangela's left in the fridge for today, which is great. But that, that's what I do. I just like, give me the biggest pizza. I'm going to eat so much of it, I'm going to throw up. Yeah, see, sometimes I won't go into, uh, you know, when I'm going to get pizza, getting a huge one. But there will always be a deal. On the one that's like one size bigger than you than you probably should get. Yep. Like I did that with, you know, because of the time, it's it's so weird time-wise with some of the food places. I really had a taste for uh, Dominic's in Villa Park, but they didn't open until 2.30. And I had stuff to do, so I had to get pizza right away. So there's a pizza hut down the street. And they have a deal right now, or at least as of yesterday, uh, when I got it of like a three topping stuffed crust large for like Ooh. 11 bucks. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. That sounds yes. really, really good. All right. I got two of this or that's both from Brandon. You ready? Okay. Beef jerky or beef sticks. Oh, I haven't had beef sticks in so long, but I loved beef sticks when i would have i'm I, you know it's one of those things i always pass when i'm in jewel and i'm like should i should i no i know i shouldn't i don't look at the label I know it's really <laughs> really bad for me just don't look at the label just you know, find beef jerky like that's that's kind of what my, my thought process is because then i can still you know get something close while having it being like mildly better for me right so i end up going beef jerky but 
man, growing up, if we had beef sticks, those were gone quick. Those are, and I will say my answer varies. If it's, if we're talking about like gas station options, I'm going with jerky. Mm -hmm. If I'm going with craft jerky or beef sticks, I'm going sticks. Good call. Yeah, that's how I'm doing. All right. His other one is fruit snacks or fruit roll-ups. Snacks. Easy. Easy yeah. answer. Yeah, because like if it's slightly warm at all, then that then that roll-up gets kind of sticky and there's there's logistical issues. What if I changed it from roll-ups to fruit by the foot? Oh, I loved fruit by the foot. Oh, that's that's tough, but no, I would still go fruit snacks. Yeah, fruit, fruit snacks are better. But fruit by the foot was awesome. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. And fruit roll-ups are good, too. But you're right. It would get a little sticky. Um, I would take fruit by the... I would I would rank them. Fruit snacks, fruit by the foot, then fruit roll-ups. Yes. There's my power rankings of artificial fruit snacks. Yes. All right. That's all 100% I got. 100% with you. All right. So keep an eye out to all of our social media pages at I'm Fat Pod on pretty much any platform you can think of. Yep. For updates on March Fatness because... March fatness is here. We're in March, thus the fatness. And it's it's probably our favorite thing we do every year. Oh, it's great. So Yep. And it's and we get a ton of interaction, so tell people about it because it's gonna be good. We're working on stuff to make it even better this year. So just keep an eye on those social media pages for updates. Also check out our sponsors, Dr. Squatch. Team Hockberg, Mazda of Orland Park. And as always, please subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate, and review the podcast. For Jay, I'm Rick. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.